The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. Texas Governor Greg Abbott not mincing words as he slammed Mayor Adams of New York in their plan to provide illegal aliens with credit cards. Calling the Big Apple proposal insanity, reprehensible, even offensive. Uh, here's what the governor said on the Fox Business Channel. Uh, if, if It sounds like insanity is behind it because it really is offensive. It may be the most reprehensible thing that I've seen in the last past 48 hours. Uh, that's what Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott had to say. He pointed out that the news of this program first revealed by the Post comes days after migrants were caught in a video beating police officers in Times Square and then released back out on the streets with no bail. What's going on in New York? It's outrageous. And Americans across the country are angry, not just about what's happening in New York, but the underlying issues that are causing it, which is Joe Biden and his open border policies. That's what Governor Greg Abbott said last night on Fox. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty clear that this is having a nationwide impact. You had the four of those guys that, that beat on those cops in New York. They reportedly have already fled to California. A huge sanctuary state mm. where they've already said we're expanding our health care system to force california taxpayers to to pay for hundreds of thousands more illegal immigrants on top of the 1.1 million so you know that they're going to go over there these guys that beat on the cops in new york and they're going to find themselves some sanctuary and some nice freebies and the state of california is not going to work with anybody to send them back over to new york where they belong it may be the most reprehensible thing that I've seen. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott, who has sent many migrants to New York City by bus, weighed in on the beating of NYPD officers caught on tape. Governor Abbott said on Fox's Sunday Morning Futures, it's another facet to trouble that stems from the southern border. What's going on in New York is outrageous, and Americans across the entire country are angry. Governor Abbott said Biden administration open border policies are to blame. New York's Democratic governor, Kathy Hochul, said the migrants should be arrested and deported. Gernal Scott. Fox News. Now, uh, we do have more of the details in regards to this border bill deal that's being compromised or at least negotiated. And uh, and it's being discussed. Uh, GOP governors are now weighing in on this. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, the Arkansas governor, weighing in on this border compromise. Actually do things to help secure our border. He's just refusing to do so and instead passing all the blame and responsibility off on Congress. He could right now reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy, continue the building of the border wall, and actually enforce the laws that are on our books, which would help secure our border. He has the ability to do that. He simply just refuses to do so. In the meantime, because he is not and Congress can't get a deal done, Republican governors are stepping up. Texas leading the charge. They own 66% of our country's border, and they are putting the needed resources on the border to help protect, protect our country. And other governors are coming in and helping backfill with those resources and efforts. And we're going to continue to do that because our country cannot be safe if we don't have a secure border. The New York Post cover is, if Joe won't, Texas will. And you were there yesterday with the other governors. And I wondered if any of you have heard from a Democrat governor who doesn't want to be named but agrees with you. 
they certainly haven't called me yet. I won't speak for all of the governors. Maybe they've re received some calls from uh, from Democrat governors. Uh, but uh, to my knowledge, I've not heard of any stepping up and asking to be part of this process. But I expect that the governors you saw at the border yesterday, we will continue to send resources. Uh, we've committed. Uh, we had Arkansas National Guard troops on the Texas border last summer. We will do that again this year and continue to work with Republican governors until this administration uh, or we get to replace this administration with one who will take our border security seriously. Wow. Uh, this is James Langford, Republican from Oklahoma. He's been knee deep in this thing for months now and he was on a bit earlier today on Fox and Friends. I just want to play this. We've heard a little bit of it moments ago, but just listen carefully to what he supports in this bill. Watch. The key thing here is changes the asylum laws, builds more wall, adds more detention beds, adds more deportation flights, uh, changes this 10-year backlog that we're currently in now to weeks before people are actually deported. That's what the bill really does. So right now, if you walk across the border today, you can say, I have fear in my country, and you'll be released into the country for 10 years. Under this bill, you walk across the border and say, I have fear in my country. They say, prove it. You've got to have a higher standard of evidence. If you enforce all that, it sounds pretty good on its face. And the other thing he said is that it builds more wall. Uh, this is a Democratic president who would be signing this if it were to pass out of Congress in its current form. Uh, we, when you spend the money on the wall is to be debated. A lot of that comes in 2025 and beyond. But just on its face, Governor, what do you like about what they have done inside this bill? Well, I think anything that we're doing that makes it harder for people to just freely walk in, uh, right now we have had, under this administration, completely and totally open borders. In the last month alone, they picked up more people from the terrorist watch list than they did the entire four years of Donald Trump's presidency. So we have to put harsher and tougher restrictions in place. In the state of Arkansas, we took in and seized so much fentanyl that it would kill 2.8 million people and that's just in our state alone that's almost the entire population of arkansas i'm not saying there aren't some good merits of this legislation but if they're not going to take serious action at the congressional level then republican governors are going to continue to step up where the federal government is failing and i'm committed to being part of that coalition of governors that will keep fighting to make sure we have a secure border republican arkansas governor sarah huckabee sanders live on fox as uh, lawmakers unveiled this $118 billion border and foreign aid bill, uh, sending money to Israel, sending money to Ukraine, and money for uh, border security, as it's titled. Got to pick it through some of these new details in this, uh, this I guess, this border agreement between Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. All kinds of exit clauses, if you will, right? There appears to be a, a pretty glaring one. Uh, this is, uh, it, it says right here in the bill, if the president finds it's in the national interest to temporarily suspend the border emergency authority, the president may direct the secretary to suspend the use of the border emergency authority on an emergency basis. So, could easily just at any point declare an emergency for whatever reason and, and suspend it. You know, if it's going too well, <laughs> which I don't expect it will. It also mentions, you know, in fiscal years 25 through 29, that uh, 512,000 shall be substituted for 480,000 in this certain paragraph when they're talking about additional visas authorized. Yeah. Uh, they shall be issued each fiscal year, remain available in any fiscal year until issued, be allocated in accordance with uh, you know the, these these all these bylaws. This is not a bill that that helps Americans. 
This is a bill that helps illegal immigrants. It helps Democrats get elected. The uh, lead Republican behind this bipartisan Senate border bill is speaking to Fox News. Oklahoma Senator James Lankford urging his colleagues to give the bipartisan compromise a chance and read the bill before ripping it on social media. Are we as Republicans going to have press conferences and complain the border's bad and then intentionally leave it open? Lankford helped negotiate a deal that would send billions in aid to Ukraine, Israel, and the southern border in exchange for border policy reforms, such as tougher asylum laws and an increase in ICE detention capacity. But Republicans have already said it will not get a vote in the House, even if it passes the Senate. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. All right, there you go. Now, we've already got laws in the books. Uh, you know, what's what's the guarantee that these laws are going to be followed? Yeah, yeah. I, I have no faith that they would be, you know? I mean, it's like... Uh, you know, they always want more gun laws when we have plenty of gun laws in the books that, you know, uh, our government doesn't want to adhere to already. You know, they, they just, our government loves more laws. Yeah. Just, that's because, you know, when I think freedom, I think more laws. Jump in at 512-836-0590. Uh, London Breed. Yeah. The mayor of uh, San Francisco is uh, got some interesting ideas on how to deal with, uh, well, go ahead, tell us about it, about how to deal with folks that, that, that live on welfare programs. Yeah, she's got a couple of public safety proposals over there in San Francisco. Keep in mind, she's a Democrat, but, I mean, she's trying to fix a huge mess there. And uh, one of these proposals would require single adults on welfare to be screened and treated for illegal drug addiction, or they'd lose cash assistance. How about that? Uh, you've got, let's see here. Man. Uh, if approved, it's Proposition F. It would, uh, it, would, it would allow the city to screen single adults on local welfare. Uh, if they're abusing drugs, they would be required to enroll in treatment if they want to keep getting cash. Maxes out to about seven hundred bucks a month. Jeez. If they don't want treatment, they don't get their cash. She sounds like a Republican from the nineties. Kind of sounds like that. Now, of course, <laughs> well, it's funny how things change. <laughs> the world is a big cycle. Everything's right. got to return, right? That's right. The opponents, though, they're they're like, well, you know, coercion doesn't work. Huh? And uh, homelessness would increase if the measure passes. Drug addicts aren't criminals, they say, even though a lot of them are. Uh, and they say there are just not enough treatment beds and counseling services as is. But another thing London Breed has tried to do is crack down on these open-air drug markets all over the place in San Francisco. And that's this is part of that effort. It is uh, 820 here at KLBJ. Lieutenant General Keith Kellogg, he's a retired Fox News contributor. He's got some opinions this morning about the U.S. and the U.K. and the launch of more strikes against the Houthi rebels uh, over the weekend. Let's listen in live. Targets ...that you can do this with. You don't have to go downtown into Tehran. You can go to the cargo oil facility. You can take a look at the Bashad. That's that spy ship they've got in the Red Sea. You look at Fordo nuclear enrichment facility. There's a lot of things you can do. I, I understand, Bill, that when you do that, you raise a level of risk and a concern about widening the war. They're not. What they're doing right now is they're actually widening the war. They just don't under, understand it. Wow. You know, uh, sorry, Jen. Let me just Winston stop you for a moment. I apologize. Yeah. We'll get to Churchill a second here. I don't want to cut you off yeah. entirely here. You yeah. don't see this group, right, in the White House bombing Iran, do you? I mean, the question keeps coming up. I, no. I, 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 I don't even see it on the table. Do you? No, Bill, they're not. They're not going to go there at all, and, and I know they're not. I mean, it's, you know, I remind my two granddaughters when, when they want me to pay attention, they'll grab my cheeks real hard and say, listen to me. You, know, you want to yell at them, listen to me. This isn't going to go anywhere. Look, going back historically, Winston Churchill called World War II the unnecessary war. And the reason Churchill, the great prime minister of England during World War II, 
called it that is because he said if we had taken actions, we the West, against Germany early, they wouldn't have had to fight World War II. And that's where, kind of where we're marching to. We're marching to a level of increased warfare, larger warfare, and we, we haven't gotten ourselves out of that box, and we need to, or this thing's going to go really bad on us in the future. Okay, Afghanistan, I mean, one of the poorest countries in the world, right? I mean, we're at war there for 20 years. This is what the Houthi spokesperson said, and Yemen also listed as one of the poorest countries in the Arab world. Our war is moral, and if we had not intervened to support the oppressed in Gaza, humanity would not have existed among humans. The American-British aggression against Yemen will not go unanswered, and we will make escalation uh, with escalation. The Saudis fought a war with the Houthis for 10 years. Can we beat them? Sure they, sure they did. Well, I'll tell you, one strike. You go after the leader of the Houthis. Al Houthi leads them. He's the spiritual leader. He's the military leader. He does it all. You eliminate the leadership at the top, then they all kind of back away from it. The Saudis never did that. We gave the Saudis support, but they were doing the same thing we're doing right now in Syria, in Iraq, in Yemen. We're, we're blowing up a lot of things, but we're not going to the, we're not striking at the real heart and something yeah. that they hold at risk. You know, Lieutenant, in, in, uh, Lieutenant General uh, Keith Kellogg, the retired Fox News contributor, there talking about some of these. Well, these latest, uh, you know, latest attacks by Houthi rebels against American interests. And, well, the U.S. did carry out more strikes in retaliation to the attacks on that U.S. base, you know, that killed three soldiers uh, just a couple of weeks ago in uh, near the, the Syrian-Jordan border. Uh, Fox reporter Trey Yanks tells us. The United States announced new strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen as the group prepared to launch fresh attacks in the Red Sea. The USS Gravely, the USS Kearney, and the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower supporting those strikes. The U.S. response on Sunday followed a larger campaign on Saturday that hit 36 different Iran-linked targets in Yemen. Houthi rebels have released a statement threatening more attacks, with a spokesperson saying the aggression won't go unanswered and that escalation will be met with escalation. U.S. forces remain on high alert across the region. Yeah, the Pentagon repeatedly says the U.S. is not interested in entering a war with Iran. Meanwhile, leaders across the European Union expressed their concerns over the potential escalation of violence in the, the Mideast, uh, which is already uh, very volatile because of uh, well the ongoing uh, conflict between uh, Israel and, uh, and the radical terrorist organization Hamas. Yeah, yeah. We have, uh, I mean, we've we've chosen to go over there, and and all we're going to do is just continue to get punched around a little bit here and there. We'll mm. respond once in a while, but the only, if we're going to be there, they, they will continue to attack us. The, there, there is only one solution here if we choose to position ourselves in that area, and that is to hit them with everything we've got, and we'll never do that. We will never, ever do that, but, you know, they're the Houthis. We could if we wanted to. You're saying we should? Well... I'm saying since we've since we've made the choice to to be there, I I, I really had I could think of a lot better things for our, our military to be doing, our tax dollars to be going to than fighting the Houthi rebels. But since we're going to be there, yeah, I mean go after them. Uh, you know, otherwise we're just going to continue to sit there and they're going to drop bombs on our sleeping, you know, service members and and, uh, and and sucker punch us, and then we respond. They'll cry like you know babies, saying, "Oh, well, how dare you do that to us?" There will be a response, you know, even though they had it coming. So, you know, stop giving them a chance to respond in the first place. Just I think, we're, uh, I think we're approaching uh, almost 180 different various uh, assaults on uh, American soldiers and bases and the interest over, yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I could think of a whole lot better things that we could be doing with our military than fighting them over there. But we've chosen to do that. So, you know, stop dancing around it.
Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump has revealed who he's uh, considering as a potential vice president pick. It was in an interview with Fox News airing Sunday. The former president revealed that South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott are currently on the short list to become his running mates uh, in the 2024 election. Yeah. Uh, Trump says, uh, we have uh, many good people in the Republican Party. Uh, I called Tim Scott and told him, uh, you're a much better candidate for me than, uh, than for yourself. Uh, Mr. Scott endorsed Trump last month after the senator ditched his own presidential bid, uh, dropping out of the Republican primary uh, in early November. I, I think both of those would be good picks for Donald Trump. You know, on the one hand, you've got Tim Scott, who is, you know, a, a very conservative guy. And I think resonates, you know, very well with, uh, you know, with the, the deeply religious conservative voters. Uh, and then Christy Noem, you know, who's a firecracker and she's throwing all kinds of support toward the Texas border right now. And, and mm. uh I, I think either one of those would, would serve Trump very well. Well, Trump went on to say that he's also considering Christy Nome, who, uh, who endorsed Trump in September. Uh, he says, Christy Nome is, has been incredible fighting for me. Uh, he said the South Dakota governor, she, she, she said I'd, I'd run against him uh, because I can't beat him. Uh, that was a very nice thing to say. Uh, and in this interview with, uh, with Fox News and Sunday Morning Futures, uh, Miss Nome denied uh, that Donald Trump has uh, contacted her about be possibly being a, a running mate. Hmm. Last month, Trump hinted uh, during a Fox interview that he had already chosen his, uh, his pick, but refused at the time to, uh, to reveal. And I guess a lot could happen over the next several weeks. Sure, right? sure. Neither of those names surprise me. Uh, but but like I said, I, I think that both of those will be of, of a great benefit to to Donald Trump in the second term. It is uh, eight thirty five. Uh, jump in at five one two eight three six zero five ninety uh, here on the Todd and Oz show. Did you know? Uh, a lot of people weren't paying attention. Do you know Joe Biden won the South Carolina primary on Saturday? Is that right? There was yeah. a primary Saturday. <laughs> AP declared in the winner at seven twenty three p.m. based on the analysis of initial votes, uh, decisive lead over uh, Dean Phillips of Minnesota. And uh, self-help guru Marianne Williamson, who's I guess back, uh, both of them trail very far behind. But from what I understand, yeah, uh, they the, the the turnout for that was stupid low, like four percent. Joe Biden get a hundred percent of the votes. He well, no, no, but uh, he he got by far surpassed the uh, the forty nine percent threshold that he got in twenty twenty, uh, according to what I'm seeing here. But I mean, you know, it, it's like. Nobody even really paid attention to the fact that there was a Democrat primary in South Carolina because the Democrats have made it abundantly clear that we don't want anybody and we're not going to entertain the idea of anybody else in, in this democracy we love so who much. Who the hell do they think they are? They've already entertained it behind closed doors, of course. And they're just waiting for uh, Joe Biden to, to announce that he's stepping down. Yeah. Just, yeah. They're just waiting for that moment for, uh, you know, for the Gavin Newsoms and the, the Michelle Obamas to step up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I also saw there was a uh, an NBC News poll. You know, you've you've got uh, Nikki Haley who's trying been trying to make a big deal out of Donald Trump's mental fitness, mental facilities. NBC News poll finds twice as many voters believe Donald Trump is more physically and mentally healthy to serve in the White House than Joe Biden. And moreover, the poll find the incumbent trails Trump by double digits on key issues for uh, economy, foreign policy, immigration. Uh, and, and a number of other things. He's a sleaze. Continues to look bad for Joe Biden in these polls against Donald Trump. I'm not seeing the same sort of oomph in the polling for Nikki Haley versus Joe Biden. Sure. Which I don't think most people want. I really don't. I wish he would, you know, just, I think she's just wasting a lot of time. It is uh, 837. 
Listen, there's a group of Republican lawmakers, Republican governors, that is. Uh, they made a visit to Texas over the weekend uh, to show their support for uh, for Greg Abbott's decision to send uh, the Texas National Guard to the U.S. southern border. And newsman Jeff Paul checks in from Eagle Pass. He told that group of governors who were visiting Texas there is power in numbers. We are here to send a loud and clear message that we are banding together to fight to ensure that we will be able to maintain our constitutional guarantee that states will be able to defend against any type of imminent danger or invasion. Governor Abbott welcomed 13 governors to Eagle Pass on Sunday. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and Tennessee's Bill Lee were among that group. He first delivered a border security briefing, but then they all drove out to Shelby Park. Now, uh, Governor Abbott, as you know, is in a dispute with the federal government over, you know, the closure of Shelby Park to federal officials after many illegal aliens crossed through there. Not a whole lot of activity over the weekend since uh, the governor ramped up uh, protection there at Shelby Park. They've they've uh, increased border crossings uh, out west. Interesting how that works when you secure things. Sure, the number of illegal crossings goes down. I I, I call that a a lesson in cause and effect. Seems to seems to be effective down here. Louisiana's Governor Jeff Landry, uh, he's a Republican, and we heard from him just a few minutes ago. He's raising concerns this morning about TikTok videos teaching illegal aliens how to travel to the United States. Uh, here's what he had to say uh, on uh, on Fox just a few minutes ago. This is, again, a failure of the president to secure America. I mean, look, if the Chinese know that there are holes inside the border in our country, you don't think our border agents are watching TikTok of course. as well? Yeah. It's very simple. Somebody just needs to send a video up to Washington and tell them to seal that hole. Yeah, the CEO of uh, TikTok, uh, Singapore National, uh, denies any ties to the Chinese Communist Party during a congressional hearing this week. Yeah, the line of questioning from Republican senators provoked uh, some widespread criticism of allegations that uh, it was a racist attack during that hearing last week. Joe Biden, meanwhile, is urging Congress to pass a bipartisan border security bill that's well been proposed by a group of lawmakers this morning. We're getting a chance to see some of these details. I, it's not a good deal. It's a terrible deal. That bill is 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 a monstrosity at three hundred plus pages, and and you know they're going to ram this thing through as best they can. Well, it's a, it's they they describe it as a bipartisan bill, but it's you're going to have a hard time finding a group of Republicans that truly support it, like actual Republicans, right? You know, yeah, yeah. it totals one hundred eighteen billion dollars. It includes border security, uh, foreign aid for Ukraine and Israel, and it's being criticized by the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson and other GOP members. This massive border security package, it includes $20 billion for border security. It ends catch and release for individuals, expands detention capacities for those families coming in, the kids. It raises asylum standards, so now they're going to be asking the question, could you have asked for asylum in a different country before coming to the U.S.? It fast-tracks those asylum claims now to just a few months rather than years, and it actually increases, adds money to expand the border wall by $650 million. Yeah, this comes as, uh, you know, the state of Texas continues to put, uh, you know, some border barriers in place along the southern border. Uh, Texas giving to Greg Abbott, uh, you know, um, well, basically saying uh, we're going to protect Texas. Mm. So I got a question. You know, I've been working on my taxes. And at, at this point, do I need to send my income tax? Do, does it go to the IRS? Does it go to illegal immigrants? Does it go to the big guy? 
Does it go to Ukraine? Like, who do I send my who do I send my tax? Well, ten percent to ten percent has to go to the big guy. You know that. So the big guy gets ten percent. Right. You know that. Come on. All right. So I got to set aside ten percent for the big guy. Right. And then what about do I have to, do I have to just start sending it straight to Ukraine? Send it straight to Venmo Zelensky. Venmo. All right. Prefer it, but but keep in mind if you Venmo it, you got that three percent charge. What about I could sell them? Do you get that with the Zell? Sure. I, I mean, I don't know what you're into. I don't know what kind of relationship you and Zelensky have, but if you want to Zell, you can. You can want to Venmo, you can. We're very open minded here. It's get, just get, you know, it's getting tough to know to to, to pay the taxes. You know, send out all these checks all over the place. The IRS. You're making arguments we shouldn't be paying our taxes. Well, it is theft after all. Well, you also got a little bit of uh, taxation without representation going on too. Got a lot of that. A lot of people, a lot of young people don't know what that phrase means. Quite a mess this morning on uh, on 45 uh, westbound towards Parmer. Uh, had a horrible accident this morning that's it definitely slowed things down. A lot of uh, first responders still on the scene. We've learned that uh, this, this crash is, uh, is a deadly crash this morning. Yes. Uh, one person dead, one person injured. Don't exactly know what happened to, to cause the crash, but you still see some first responders out there on the scene. Uh, and and the traffic is delayed in that location. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, TxDOT still showing that uh, 45 westbound there, Parmer, all lanes are uh, are still closed, and you're being diverted onto the frontage road there right now because of that. All right, let's squeeze in uh, Jay checking in from the Westlake area this morning. Jay, what's on your mind? Hey, hey, guys. Two, yes, sir. Two points of fact and one opinion. Hmm. The first one is: Did you know that in this bill that has been pushed forward? that the $60 billion for the Ukraine uh, military and the $300 million for the Ukraine Police Department is more than the annual budget of the U.S. Marines this year. Wow. That's number one. I got to look at two. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And number two, did you know that the Israeli fiscal budget and long-term debt is far superior to the United States, Mm. and yet we are borrowing money? At about four or five percent, yeah. To lend them whose budget is better than ours, yeah. And then the the opinion part is, it's my view that Democrats teamed with rhinos to put this quote border deal, which is really not a border deal, in place to essentially preempt any actions that Trump could have. It's a preemptive strike against a Trump. Um, presidency that's, that's uh, what this is about that's a pretty good assessment of the story yeah that's uh that's interesting yeah because the trump impact was part of the uh the debate in this story right mm-hmm. a lot of people said you right. know trump doesn't want this that's why some republicans are starting to push back on it i i would like the problem solved yesterday uh i don't care if it's between now and november 2024 i just want the problem fixed now yeah you yeah. know well, Donald yeah, Trump's got a lot of a lot of issues he can he could still run on, even if the border is taken out of sure, the mix. Sure, nothing, Joe. Everything Joe Biden has touched has broken. Yeah, Donald Trump could run an entire campaign on the rest of it. If it was fixed yesterday, Joe Biden would still get blamed for a, a busted border policy, yeah. right? Because of what he did and the eight point six million uh, that he's allowed in over the past three years. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting, Jay. A, a preemptive measure by uh, Democrats and Rhino leaning Republicans. To, uh, to to hamstring uh, Donald Trump. That's right. That's what's going on. Well, what else would he do? What 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 do you mean? What what would that stop him from doing? What what else? Well, what it does is it puts in the guaranteed mechanisms and asylum uh, legislation that makes it more difficult for Trump to change that via executive order. It's a more um, 
it, it essentially relaxes all of these areas in a way that makes his legislative ability limited. It would it would so, require him to violate the current laws in November if this is approved. It would require him to violate the law that's on the book to maintain border security. Exactly what uh, uh, Joe Biden is accused of doing, not obeying right, the right. current law. Right. Right. Interesting. Yeah, it's just the first step. They'll be doing. They'll be rolling out a few more because uh, McConnell and the and the Rhinos are leading a charge to try and resist trump as much as they can absolutely That's what's going on yeah jay thanks for ch- checking in man it is uh 851 listen did you see 60 minutes over the weekend uh cbs in 60 minutes uh talking about the border issue and talking about how uh well uh chinese illegal aliens have become the fastest growing uh public or segment of uh the 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 border crisis yeah yeah after china's prolonged and strict covid lockdown destroyed her business A woman decided to leave her two young children with her family to travel to Mexico and cross into the United States through uh, a hole at the border. She's far from alone. Uh, Chinese migrants apparently are the fastest growing group trying to cross into the U.S. from Mexico. Last year, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection reported 37,000 Chinese citizens were apprehended uh, as they illegally crossed the border. That is 50 times more than just uh, a couple of years ago. Many of the migrants uh, say that they made that journey to escape China's increasingly repressive political climate and sluggish economy. Uh, That mom, through a translator, told 60 Minutes that uh, what motivated her was more than just economic reasons. And uh, and it could be summed up in one word. She said freedom. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Well, for now, it's it's still, you know, you still got more freedoms over here than than over there. No doubts. And and I, I... think probably that the whole covid fiasco probably really sent a lot of people trying you know wanting to flee there as well oh i think chinese citizens are very well uh, aware of their oppressive governments for generations well you, you know you, you think so but it, it was interesting years ago i, I worked uh, around uh, this girl she was a chinese immigrant and and she told me that it wasn't until she came to the states and saw in school a picture of Tiananmen Square and what happened there. That she ever even knew that it happened. Sure. No idea that that even took place in her country. So my guess is there are some nowadays with the internet, uh, you know, savvy people that, that are aware of it. But I bet you most of them aren't. I bet you, yeah, you may be right. It's, I mean, just, uh, it's just normal to them. It's just normal. Yeah. You don't know of any other way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Uh, CBS highlights how these Chinese uh, uh, immigrants are actually getting into the United States. They say that migrants... Undeterred by policies designed to reduce illegal entries, have been crossing the U.S.-Mexico border in unprecedented numbers. Last year, U.S. Customs and Border Protection recorded two and a half million incidents of uh, detaining or uh, turning away people attempting to cross. At, uh, at, at one point of entry, a four-foot gap at the end of the border fence, 60 miles east of San Diego, uh, we saw smugglers just a couple of days ago, sm- uh, you know, SUVs racing along that border fence and dropping off several, uh, you know, over the, you know, over the past several days. Yep. Uh, over four days, 60 minutes, witnessed nearly 600 illegal aliens, adults and children, uh, passing through that gap alone on an, onto U.S. soil. One man, a college graduate, he said his trip from China took 40 days. He said he had traveled through Thailand, Morocco, Ecuador, Colombia, Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, all on his way to the U.S. border. So you you illegally entered all of these different countries in order yeah. to illegally enter ours. Yes. And 
Nobody stopped him along the way. No, uh, none of these countries oh, no, along he, the way. I'm sure he had help along the way. Oh, guaranteed. From the NGOs, absolutely. Guaranteed. So, so none of these countries along the way, as people make these very long treks, none of these countries are doing anything to help us out. They all know where they're going. They all know that everybody's coming up here. But nobody down there south of us is helping us out. It is uh, 8.55. Jump in at 512-836-0590 uh, here on the Tadanaz Show. I think that's a pretty interesting side of the story. It is man. very. Coming from, coming from so many countries mm-hmm. and going through so many other countries. Well, it, it, it tells you that there is a, a coordinated global effort. It would appear so. To, to, to overwhelm America. The Tadanaz Show. Weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ.